Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. This is episode 79. America is not so much engaged in a civil war, but in a resource war. I was talking to a friend of mine who is um, retired military. He was a... uh, Special Forces Marine. And, uh, as you know, as I'm sure you're probably well aware, that, um, country's in a bad way right now. We're in a bad way financially and socially and, well, many ways. So, I just uh, proposed to him that, uh, I said, in the worst case scenario, um, how bad do you think things have to get before there's a revolution? And uh, he said, well, they'd have to get... uh, in his opinion, they would have to get pretty damn bad. And, uh, of course, they would go through the motions of martial law and all that. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's um, it's a very difficult uh, thing to think about uh, because nobody, it's not that it can't happen or that it won't happen some people are saying that uh, it's very likely that it will happen but um, nobody wants to contemplate that at least I know I don't Um, but uh, let's see yeah I don't know how bad things would have to get he kind of chuckled. He was having a beer together. He chuckled, and I made some barbecue, and he said, yeah, probably cannibalism. <laughs> and I, I said, what? And he said, yeah, you're probably talking cannibalism. When it gets to cannibalism, then uh, <laughs> I think the militaries would definitely have to step in. 
I, I said, well, yeah, I would imagine got to that point. It probably, you probably would. I would hope that you would step in long before that. <clears throat> but, um, I don't know. I've talked to several people about this and they, they, uh, I've gotten a, I've gotten a mixed bag. I've gotten a, you know, it's, it's a split decision. Some people can't even, they're laughing at me. They can't even imagine They're saying, well, yeah, we got pro a lot of problems, but we're not facing revolution anytime soon. And on the other hand, we got the flip side and said, yep, this is, everything's like a powder keg waiting to go off. <clears throat> so. I guess um, that's the reason why I'm asking you because um, it does seem that's the scary thing. It does seem as though it's a split decision. And of course, anytime you're talking something like this, if we're talking revolution and you know civil war or what have you, and here come all the preppers here they come and they're saying yeah we told you we told you we told you we told you this was going to happen so i don't know <coughs> i don't know about the inevitability of it but i know it ain't gonna if something doesn't change soon there's gonna be a whole lot of ugly and um I don't see any way around this. Um, I don't see, um, you know, regardless of everything that you hear on the news, when I listen to it, about all these all these problems going on. But when I hear it, it's it's not what I hear about this that bothers me because they're just regurgitating the same shit that I've heard for 30 years. It's what they're not saying. And as far as I'm concerned, what it is, is a, an issue of resources, or rather a lack thereof. And uh, one perfect example that I... I don't know about you, but I hear about constantly is a lack of housing, whether it be affordable or not. Just housing, period. And yeah, the greed has set in. That's always been there, but really sets in with uh, with the uh, landlords and. Uh, They've just uh, gone crazy with the rents. This is why one of, I tell people one of my main mottos is, and they won't listen, was that um, <clears throat> just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. And so they've got, you know, multiple families even waiting for a flat 
you know, two, three bedroom place. And uh, they offered, there was a story on the news, whereas, um, and, and this is not an isolated incident. This is going on constantly where they even offered, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks above the asking price and the uh, landlord said, uh, nope, sorry, somebody outbid you on that. So, you know, when you, when you don't have any control, when everything has run amok and you refuse to have any kind of regulation, this is what happens. And I don't, I don't particularly give a damn about what the free market people tell you. Because if you'll notice, <clears throat> many of the proponents, most of the proponents of this free market BS are either they themselves <clears throat> very wealthy and uh, they didn't get their money the old-fashioned way through hard work and all this other tripe that they tell you they got their money usually typically from old money because money makes money that's the reality and uh so yeah everything with them is they don't see you know people or a family that need a place to live they see an opportunity of how much can we gouge and grift and steal uh, for the market. That's the attitude of a sociopath, not a human being. And uh, so, yeah, like the story I told you, families, <clears throat> or not even families, singles, couples, whatever, and they're being, um, they're being financially raped and fleeced, and there is nothing to protect them. The wolves all the way from Wall Street, all the way down. The wolves have been released. There's no leash, there's no chain, and there's no cavalry that's coming over the horizon to save your ass. And we allowed it because they kept pounding their fist relentlessly through the media. Government is evil, evil government. Oh, get rid of, just get rid of all the controls and we promise, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Where I, where I come from, that's called horseshit. And uh, now you pay the price. Because of the economic situation in the last, particularly in the last 10, 12 years, still have not recuperated from the 2008 mega blowout financially, haven't recovered. So <clears throat> how housing units, new housing units building is down. All that investment is down. And the people... They just kept sitting on their property and just 
you know, watching it appreciate and appreciate and appreciate. And that's not helping the up and coming families because, you know, if you were, if you were a kid in 2008, well, 2022, you're not a kid anymore. A lot of people starting families, starting adult lives and uh, need homes and the government just shrugs its shoulders and says, eh, they don't know what to tell you. Just keep looking. These are the, the folks, they themselves, though, have magnificent homes and nice fat bank accounts. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, under those conditions, if it keeps spiraling down and, you know, it gets to the point where they expect you to have one or more jobs working yourself to death and they offer you a cardboard box to live in and they'll want a thousand dollars a month for that. Yeah, I think... You keep setting up the conditions and you keep making those conditions and creating those conditions. Yeah, the unthinkable is thinkable. <clears throat> That's what he and I had talked about with this. And, you know, and uh, I said to him, I said, well, his name's Terry. I said, Terry... Is there enough military? I mean, I don't know. Could they, can they legally? I mean, what can they do? Is is there even enough military, both active and active, or um, the, the guard, or what have you? Let's just purely hypothetically, totally hypothetically, say they wanted to have, you know, to shut the country down. And I said, is, is that even possible? And he said, oh, yes. As a matter of fact, that's those contingencies they've had worked out for, for years. They've had, because that's the way the military operates. They're not, they're not, uh, un unless it is an absolutely unprecedented uh, surprise attack of some kind or something, they've, They've already worked things out because that's what they do. So, for instance, um, <clears throat> we have the mega cities that we have, East Coast, West Coast, parts of Texas, um, you know. And, uh, but a lot of it are just connecting states with the connecting highways and byways. And as far as most people, you know, most folks don't have an aircraft, so they have to travel via land. And, uh, and he said it's pretty quick and easy to set up on all those arteries. Um, you can pretty easily set up uh, checkpoints and, you know, lockdown points, and you shut down the traffic. You shut down the citizen's ability to freely move around. And that kind of emergency declaration can be made at any 
time. So, that means it's, uh, I forgot what it was called, but it's the, they have actually, they have several of these things in place, but the, the National Emergency Declaration, basically it's just, you know, instant, think of it as instant dictatorship, instant, just add water, rip open the pack, throw it in the, in the glass, add water, mix thoroughly, boom. There you go. You got a lockdown country <clears throat> and they shoot to kill. And people would find that out very quickly. And the news would change very quickly. Everything would change very quickly. And it's to let you know who the boss is. They have to make a demonstration to every every other city of their abilities, let's say. And so, yeah, I mean, what just happened a week or so ago, I believe it was a, uh, yet another uh, black guy killed murdered in Akron, Ohio. And, you know, it was, um, they put enough bullets into him to, you know, kill a, a T-Rex or something. <clears throat> Those are, as far as I'm concerned, and it's going to only grow worse and worse. Those are demonstration killings. Because what in the hell else do you expect to happen when, you know, citizens for a traffic stop get pulled over and now it's not only being hassled and now it's not only being killed, that's not enough. It's put an obscene amount of rounds into the body. It's just to let you know who the boss is. That's specifically what is designed to do. It's as though certain powers that be are preparing for mass crazy. And that's what I'm doing not going all prepper style on it but i'm doing the best that i can because um yeah when the proverbial uh you know shit hits the van no other way of saying it <clears throat> you don't want to be caught unprepared and i don't think any again i don't want to be crazy crazy on this because no amount of no amount of preparation is going to save you from either a social or governmental you know fallout of this nature it doesn't matter if it's a, a group of hundreds of desperate starving people or governments uh government agencies such as the military that have to or want to or need to make an example 
Um, they will. And you cannot stop them. You know, you cannot, ultimately, you cannot stop them. So, so anyway, <clears throat> yeah, according to him, it would not be difficult at all to uh, shut down the country. Now, the question would be, how long before people totally wig out or try to organize or whatnot before they're, because they're not, you know, they're not going to be able to hold this powder keg indefinitely, but they could hold it for a good long time. I mean, you know, it just has to fall under that declaration of that vague and ambiguous definition of national emergency. It's whatever they deem that to be. So, um, let's see. What if that did actually happen? Now think about this, not just for yourselves, your, your immediate family. I'm, I'm talking about in terms of our society. In other words, if that occurs, and to be honest with you, I'm not thinking it's more like an if, I am thinking it's more like a when. So, <clears throat> um, where do we go from there? I mean, because sooner or later, even the ones who are uh, holding the trigger, you know, they, they want things to, they're going to want things to return to, you know, normal or what people are going to think was normal but you see after that happens after that genie's out of the bottle you're never going to get it back in you know why here's the simple truth here's the simple reason folks the reason is is that when you have put up for ever put forth the notion that you are the shining beacon on the hill that you are all of you're you're just sickeningly syrupy sappily that you are you know the world's the great um moral compass of the world you're the world's defender for democracy and it just goes on and on and on and on well <clears throat> guess what you do a lockdown that I'm talking about and you start shooting your citizens en masse. Now they're only, you know, piecemeal getting you used to them just murdering people piecemeal because that's the way this works. You have to condition them. And so, again, we just, like I said recently, the poor guy in Akron, um, you know, gets pulled over for a traffic stop, ends up looking like Swiss cheese. Um that kind of thing but then but this this will be ratcheted up and it's not going to be pretty because you know 
there are going to be mass shootings, but not from the uh, mentally ill people that have done so so far. It's going to be uh, the other guys. And so my point is, when that happens, where do we go from here? Because... You know, we will have at that point, I believe, crossed a certain Rubicon. And once having done that, you can't go back. You can't just say, oops, oopsie daisy, sorry. Doesn't work like that. Not to mention the fact that <clears throat> people, families, groups, societies, they have memories and they can have pretty long memories. So bare minimum, you're going to have trust issues, serious trust issues for a long time. Except that's, you know, one of the reasons and rightfully so. I say that um, vast overwhelming majority of Native Americans have the intelligence and history of not trusting anything from the U.S. government. And amazingly, the people that I, the Native people that I have met and talked to um they don't they're not racist they don't um bar hatred to quote-unquote white people but they do have let's say what's a nice way of saying this let's say a very distinct understandably distinct weariness of any promise from the United States government. Well, guess what, folks? I think that uh, us white folks, maybe we could learn a thing or two from them folks. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. Not by a long shot. But, um... <clears throat> I'm watching so many things unfold and I one of my uh, passions you might say is history and American and just history in general <clears throat> and I see so many parallels and um, although I don't necessarily believe that history necessarily has to repeat itself, but I definitely believe it does rhyme. And um, we got some really, some really bad things taking place and I'm 
And I'm not just talking about the mundane, the prices of food and gas and clothing and, and all that. <clears throat> I'm not necessarily even just talking about the damn issues with the banks and inflation and, and all that. I'm talking about just sociologically, it's like where people are. And a lot of them are just very afraid. Some of them have been afraid for so long that it's, it's driven them crazy. These are these are all these things. They're not these are not good things. They're all bad things. And then when you have enough bad and it coalesces and then you have a shitstorm. That's typically that's been my perception, my experience. Hey everybody. Before I wrap things up, I just wanted to give you this little message about the contest. When you go to my website at theearnestmanshow.com and go on the comment section, you can actually leave a comment about anything you want whatsoever. After all, this show is not about me, it's about you. And I really want to know what it is you want to talk about. So please, Fill something out, let me know exactly what you want to talk about, and that is exactly what we will talk about. Other than that, all I can say is, I hope you had a good day today, and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.